Hello and welcome to Wisdom's Echo. I am your host, Teresa Bowen. And today I am just going to share a few minutes out of my heart. Here we are um, at the end of 22. 22, the Hebrew letter Tav, to finish, to mark. So I'm marking a finish. Yeshua said on the cross, it is finished. And what did he finish? He finished his scroll. He finished what he was sent to do. To just be done? Absolutely not. But to prepare for resurrection. When he said it is finished, he had previously transfigured, if you will, on the Mount of Transfiguration, remember? He turned to white light in the presence of his disciples and he charged them to tell no one. So his ability to transmute, if you will, his terrestrial body into his light body or his celestial body on earth as his celestial body is in heaven is a picture, if you will, a pattern, a reminder to each of us who are born from above, believers in Yeshua the Christ as the son of the living God sent for the redemption of mankind. We have this genome, if you will. We have this in our DNA. We carry this. Perhaps it's been down-regulated, if you will, um, especially since we now understand epigenetics, thanks to Bruce Lipton and the biology of belief, that our atmosphere atmosphere in our surroundings, atmosphere in our consciousness, in our thoughts, in our language, um, that all determines our genetic makeup, if you will. So what that tells me is that we can upregulate this transfiguration gene, if you will, because we carry it. We are joint heirs with Christ, heirs of God, sons of the living God, created in God's image and likeness. Yes, and Yeshua, the Christ, the firstborn among many brethren, the last Adam, if you will, is what the scripture tells us, that he is the last Adam. So he is the first of this new species, the Christ species, of which we are the many brethren that he is the firstborn of. <laughs> so what do we find here in um, 1 Corinthians 15? Chapter 15, verse 45, where it is written, The first man, Adam, became a living soul. 
the last Adam became the life-giving spirit. The Ruach, the Ruach of life became the life-giving spirit. Our breath is the very breath of our Creator. This last Adam, this Genesis chapter 5 Adam, of which we are the um, prototypes or the modeled after this Genesis 5 Adam, Yeshua, that last Adam, be, the, the last Adam became the life-giving spirit. The first Adam became a living soul. So it's not just to become a living soul or to have our soul come to life, contrary to religious dogma. But it is to become the life-giving spirit. We are spirit. We are life-giving spirit. Our breath, when we breathe, and we do that deep meditative breath, brings life first and foremost to our bodies. And as we breathe and speak, because you can't speak without breathing, we give life into our atmosphere, life into our consciousness, life to those around us, life-giving spirits. We see this pattern when Yahweh breathed life into Adam, right? And he became a living soul. We see this when Yeshua breathed upon his disciples and they were filled with his Holy Spirit. We see this breathing, this ruach, this breath of which we carry, this life-giving ruach. Just breathe deep and meditate on, contemplate that for just a few minutes and say, I am a life-giving spirit patterned after the last Adam, Yeshua, my Lord, Jesus, if you will, my Lord, a life-giving spirit. Now, as we begin to learn to breathe and take these deep breaths with intent and contemplate on the Word of God, you know, relationship is key, relationship with the Father I wrote a book about the Zadok priesthood, which if you've read it, then you understand the Melchizedek priesthood is the first mention of priesthood in the scripture. Hmm. That is um, our law first mention. And Yeshua, the forerunner who went behind the veil, was made a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. And if you look up this word, made, it is correlated with gene, to re-gene. He was re-gened to become the high priest in the order of Melchizedek. I love that. See, we carry a genetic makeup of the above of our Father, Creator, the Most High God. 
And when we first meet Melchizedek, we see Abraham coming from the Battle of the Kings. And Melchizedek comes to meet him. He is the king of Shalom, Salem, the priest of righteousness, Melech Zedok, king of righteousness, king of peace, priest of righteousness, priest of peace. So Yeshua regened. What does that mean? Like, you know, we thought, well, he carried the, the very genome, the monogene, if you will, of Yahweh God the Father, the Most High God, El Elyon. <sighs> but Melchizedek, remember, he was without father, without mother. And Yeshua gave us these little snippets right throughout his life. When he was 12, he disappeared from his mother and father, natural mother and father, and stayed behind in Jerusalem at the time of the feast to banter with the Pharisees and the priests in the temple. And when his parents found them, they scolded him, and he was like, didn't you know I had to be about my father's business? Right? Regened. This Melchizedek without father, without mother, without beginning, without end, immortal. Salem, Shalom, the city of the immortals. Mmm, sotakashiketike. Yes, the city not made with human hands, a city built, yes, by God. Just as Abraham went looking for a city whose maker and builder was God. I love that maker and builder. Wow. This heavenly Jerusalem, Shalom, Yerushalom, the city of peace coming down out of heaven, adorned as a bride. Wow. Sotorotata. Without beginning, without end, without father, without mother, without maker, whose builder is God. See, nothing exists outside of God. So the whole illusion of separation, it, it's just that. It's an illusion because nothing exists outside of him. Whoa, see all that for just a moment. Feel that everything that exists, exists within, within the Father, within Him. And it was made by Him, for Him, through Him, right? Ha, whoa, just amazing, just amazing, just amazing. Let me find that scripture I'm thinking of right now, just so I'm reading it accurately, even though I said I was just going to talk from my heart. Um, Colossians chapter 1 verse 17, for in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, 
whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. So if it's not in him, it has no existence. It's not held together. It completely, um, what would be that word? Um, like de-particled, if you will and no longer exist in a form that it was if it's outside the Father. So, so many things I think that we've empowered, like devils and demons, etc. I think most of those have been placed outside of him and completely de compartmentalized, completely, you know, fragmented, back to particle, back to nothing, back to possibility, if you will, and recollected back into the Father of all creation, the creator. The earth is the Lord's and all its fullness and those that dwell therein. And this says, for in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. So we cannot be separated from God because all things exist, or that exist, is of and in God. All of who we are is of and in him. Remember the psalmist David said, Where can I go from your presence? Behold, if I... Go to the depths of hell. Behold, you are there. There's nowhere you can go from his presence. In him, everything was created without any exception, including all the events of our lives, all our experiences, good, bad, and different. Everything. Well, so let's look at Romans 8 verse 38 and 39, and we'll finish up here. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. See, we are in him. He said, Father, that we be one. I'm in you and you're in me. And we're in them and they're in us. And he filled us with his ruach, his breath. We are life-giving spirits. Inhale. Hold that breath and just feel that life-giving ruach and release, Selah and Shalom. 
and may your new year, 23, be a spiraling into Koshek. Well, it is the honor of the Father to conceal a matter, and it's the glory of kings to search it out. So much mystery available for us in this new year. So much life, so much goodness. We are co-creators, creating this new heaven, this new earth, this new aeon of time. Blessings, blessings, shalom.